All right, so there were three things that stood out to me as I was looking at this scripture. One is what Jesus was doing. He was eating and having meals with people. Two, who he was doing it with, the sinners and the less desirable, and that we are called to mercy. So we'll start with the first one, eating. So this is great. It's necessary for our bodies. God hooked us up. So there's, he just gave us that one. Much of his ministry revolved around meals. So if you think about it, his first miracle was at a feast. He fed 5,000 people at one time. Before his crucifixion, gathered for a meal. After his resurrection, gathered for a meal. And the list goes on and on and on. As I was looking through the kids' Bibles, I, I just hadn't realized how much revolved around meals and how many pictures even in the kids' Bibles, were revolved around that. So I thought that was pretty cool. In the book of Luke, Jesus has 10 meals. In the Gospels, food is mentioned 90 times, and then he obviously ate with thousands and thousands of people. 5,000 in one sitting, plus everybody else. So as I was thinking about this, I was sitting in my living room. TV was on for background noise. I was eating some lunch. My kids were in another room eating lunch, watching Netflix probably on their iPads or whatever. And I started thinking about what we physically do while we eat. Okay, so we physically eat with other people. There should be a slide for this. We are watching TV, which involves people. You're watching people. You are maybe reading a book which involves an author that wrote the book or characters in the book. You have people. You're on social media, looking at what your friends are doing, your family are doing, people. You are maybe in a cafeteria or at school or a workplace that's like a common meeting room. You're with people. Sometimes kids are outside playing on your street and you decide to have a snack and you plop down in someone's driveway or on the curb. You're sitting with your friends. You're with people. You get where I'm going with this. I didn't realize how much of what we do, even if we're not sitting with someone at the table, involves people when it comes to eating. Um, So people feed our soul. Jesus feeds our soul. So it's a perfect combination. Just bring the people in as you eat. And I'm like, I, I was also thinking, man, this is hard. It's COVID. Like, I'm sitting there telling people to get together. That's not everyone's comfortable with that. And, you know, call up a friend, FaceTime. Say, hey, you eat there, I eat here. But let's stay connected and let's talk. Do it outside. You can, multiple ways. By now, we can all think out of the box. We've been going through this long enough. So, um, and then I started thinking of who he was eating with. So back in Jesus' time, who you ate with spoke volumes without saying a word. So it was a statement of friendship. It was affirmed someone's value and worth by who you sat with for a meal. Um, It also showed who you loved and what social class you were in. So here we have Jesus having having a meal with sinners multiple times, not just once. And he was okay with that. And that's what he's calling us to do too. So 
What I would like for you to do now is to just think about who that unexpected person might be. Don't think of the easy. Think of this person. And it may be someone who you've seen that, but you don't really know. You wave, but you don't know them. It could be someone who has stolen from you emotionally and has hurt you, and they're much more comfortable over here than here. Um, kids, you may have that, that person in class that you're just like, I don't know about that one. Like, that one's a little different. So we're in the stage now where my kids have started some homeschool classes, and I have a nine-year-old, and, and I get the, yeah, this one boy, he just, like, was kind of hyper, and, you know, you get that face. I don't know about that one. Or they were kicking me under the table, and they didn't apologize. I don't know. You know, makes his face. And, and it's like, okay, instead of pushing them away, like, get to know them, get to know what makes your students in your class, your fellow students, that kind of person. Because you never know what might be on the inside. So I would like for you to think of your person far away. If you need to, you can close your eyes. And I want you to bring them to the table with you. For me, feels like a lot. Because my person over here is not necessarily one I want to bring here. But it's the one that I need to bring here. And it's the one God's calling us to bring here. I just want y'all to think about that for a minute. Who you would bring from here to here. Because that's exactly what God wants us to do. In the midst of the scripture, he also calls us to um, have mercy. Mercy is a big deal for me. Um, I have a dog named Mercy. I'm reminded of Mercy quite a bit, um, as I say her name throughout the day. <laughs> um, and God is calling us to mercy. Um, and for me, mercy means love in action. And if you were at camp last in 2019, that was my whole talk whenever I was there, was that mercy equals love in action. And that's what God is calling us to. So I have an illustration and kids, I am fine if you want to move closer to sit on the floor. I just ask that you be calm and respectful to the ones that are around you. And you have to make sure your parents say so, so you can move. <laughs> okay. So here we are. I have a bike pump, which is all of you. You are this bike pump. You can breathe life into people. This is your unexpected person. And this is what's inside that unexpected person. It's clear. We don't always see it. We don't know what makes a person be the way that they are. 
And so this is inside your unexpected person. I have a couple of friends in my life, love them dearly, but I have literally had people come up to me and say, I don't know why you're friends with them. They are just so different like than you, y'all's personalities. I don't even know how y'all got on the friendship scale because y'all are so different. My son is nodding in the background. Or in the background. <laughs> and, and it's because you just give people a chance because you don't know what's on the inside. It's clear. You can't see it. And I am so thankful for those friendships because they make me a better person. So as you reach out to your unexpected and you show them mercy and you show them grace and you get to know them, you invite them for meals, then an amazing thing happens inside their life. It gets full. Can you see the white? It fills up. And it comes out. You didn't know that happened? It's pretty cool, huh? You want me to do it again? I know. Because you are reaching out to them. And now they feel loved. They feel accepted. They feel forgiven. They feel worthy. And now their lives are full because you reached out to them and you were their friend and you showed them what it meant to live a life with Jesus because you were that example for them. So then they're filled up. They're going to go on to the next person and they're going to be the bike pump and they're going to fill someone up and they're going to fill someone up. And it's an amazing journey that God lets you go on by being friends with people and being friends with the unexpected.